This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Matt Scraby here with you in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan. Gwen and Chris, I'm filling in for Chris Ello. He is going to be back on Monday. Tony Gwynn Jr. is back down at the ballpark doing his uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. duties. We've got Frank Marchese here in studio. And he is helping me out here through this afternoon. If you were, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about this athletic article between Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal that they released earlier this morning. Just go to the athletic and make sure you go and uh, click on that article because you need to read this for yourself instead of just hear us talk about it, hear us mention a few parts of it. If you can go read that yourself so you can form your own opinion, but um, we're going to be taking some of your phone calls. So if you have any thoughts on this whole thing that's happened here in the last five days between the Kevin AC article and the, uh, the athletic article, then, um, you know, we got a ton of information to talk about. So give us a call, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. I told you we were going to hear from Bob Melvin after being asked about it, uh, asked about the, his involvement in this article, and he had his scrum today. So I think it is time for us to hear from Bob Melvin. Do you expect to return? Have you been told that you will return next season? I'm... Doing my job like I, I always have until someone tells me different, and I have not been told different. There was another in-depth report today in the Athletic about just the cohesion of the organization. Can you speak to the relationship that you have with AJ Collar? Yeah, look, I mean, I think he said it well in the fact that you know we get along fine, but we're going to have our differences in opinion, and I think a lot of times that's healthy in trying to get to the right spot. And when you're not performing well. Sometimes you're going to have some differences in opinion. Are there philosophical things within this organization or differences of opinions that are holding the players back since they're the ones? Yeah, that, that something is there something that is not jiving in the organization that is affecting the play on the field? So, do you have seen any of this dysfunction or lack of leadership or anything like that? No, I mean, you know, in, in last year. Guys were being celebrated for being leaders. They're they're doing the same things this year. We're just not performing well. Everybody has to look for a reason to why we're not performing well. That's jobs of writers. So I respect that. Well, there you go. Uh, here's a quote from that. We get along fine, but we are going to have our differences in opinion. Obviously, Bob Melvin's not going to stand there and trash AJ Preller. And I don't think that Bob Melvin 
wants to trash AJ Preller. Uh, I just uh, we're not going to get the actual truth until the season's over, maybe five years from now or something like that. But that's not what I expected, and I waited to hear that clip until we were on the air because I thought there was going to be a little bit more insight into it. And there wasn't that much insight into it, other than the fact that Bob Melvin says they have differences in opinion, which we all have differences in opinion because, uh, you know, even Adam and I from time to time have differences in opinion and Tony and Chris. And so things like that happen, but you move on and you continue to work together in a productive way. You heard Bernie uh, right there going in and asking about whether or not the clubhouse is affected by the the uh, management and the dysfunction and Bob said no I personally think that's hard to believe that it's not affecting the clubhouse I think it definitely is affecting the clubhouse especially when you get quotes in uh, from Dennis Lynn and Ken Rosenthal like um saying that uh, every day, one former Padres player said every day it's something there is an aura of looking over your shoulder here so that's not a good feeling also, several Padres people interviewed for this story described circumstances in which Preller told players one thing and Melvin told them another. One player, while careful not to absolve himself and his teammates of blame, likened the situation to a toxic relationship between parents in which the kids suffer. And so, of course, Bob Melvin's not going to go and give us the soundbite that we all want to hear. But there are... There are some issues in the clubhouse, in the organization, that are lingering. Uh, I think that's clear at this point. I think a lot of people thought about it that way leading into it. And, and, you know, I, I didn't know what to think because I had heard things here and there from people who are down at the park every day. And I just never could confirm it. So I was never going to bring it up. But now that there are players being quoted and there are anonymous players being quoted as well, it's it's coming to light that there are some problems that need to be fixed. And you mentioned that there's differences of opinion, and Bob Melvin said that as well. In any job, any scenario, you're going to have differences of opinion. Now, when you're playing a sport, when you're winning, those differences of opinion seem a little bit less significant. But when you're losing and underperforming the way this team has all season, they blow up. So last year, like I said on Friday, you can see last year when in that September stretch when they were losing to the Nationals where they just looked like they didn't have their head on straight, they're blowing the wild card lead. You can tell that there was something, but they were winning. So everyone turned everyone turned a blind eye. This year, slow start. Everyone's watching for April 20th for Fernando to come back and then waiting for the run. You're waiting for Musgrove to get back, and then you're still waiting for that run. And then when people started to realize the run wasn't coming, that's when everyone started to focus and go, wait a minute, maybe there is maybe there is something going on. And you could see it. You could see that there was something wrong, and praise to AC and Lynn and Rosenthal for confirming what we all thought. And this is not, as you mentioned, this is not a one-side-takes-all-the-blame issue. Everybody is to blame in this for allowing it to get this far out of hand to where it's prompting articles such as these. 
Yeah, and uh, another former Padres player quote says, you can argue, and he's talking about A.J. Preller, you can argue he's one of the best talent evaluators in the game, but just because you can evaluate talent doesn't mean you know how to handle people. And that's true, and I'm not going to sit here and say that A.J. Preller is a terrible people person because I don't know him, but it, 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 there's something to being a managed uh, – I guess he is a management person, but he's, there's something to being in the front office, and you have to be able to – uh, you have to be able to know how who you're dealing with a and b how to deal with that person. I said this last week. Adam has to deal with all of us different. He has to deal with me different than he deals with Tony. He has to deal with Tony different than he deals with Woodsy. It just goes on and on. And Adam's very good at that. He handles this all in the ways that he thinks that we need to be handled. And he's spot on because when he first got here. We didn't see eye to eye on things. This was like five years ago, too. So this is all like long, long, long ago. But over time, we learned how to work with each other. And we went, we had a common goal in mind, which was to make the best radio station, sports radio station in San Diego. So that's what we built off of. And right now, you know, Adam and I have a great relationship. Adam has a great relationship with everybody on the station. And that's because he is a good people person. And that's because he knows how to handle people. So if you have any thoughts, 833-288-0973, give us a call. Let us know what you're thinking. But obviously, the overshadowing question of everything, the cloud that is hanging over San Diego right now is, how do they fix this? And I, I guess I guess how to fix this, you're going to have to part with, with someone, uh, especially when a Padres player said that the rift between uh, AJ Preller or I'm not going to say rift I'm going to say relationship with AJ Preller and Bob Melvin at, is unfixable. So that's a bad omen when it's unfixable. And things can always be fixed but it never is the same once you get to a certain point in a relationship. It's it's never the same. Let's go to Sean in San Diego. Sean you're on the air. What's up? Hey there. So, and I, it's kind of funny because I was calling AJ the puppet master last week uh, before it came out. Um, I think his solution, and of course, you know, we all are just going to go right along with it, is we save millions of dollars. We just don't hire a manager. AJ becomes the manager, right? I know you're being a little facetious, but um, no. I get what you're saying. I, I don't think that's going to work, Sean. No, I would agree with you. But the, I think the problem we're going to have with any manager we get, AJ is not going to change his style. No, you're right. And, and unfortunately, I hope Peter Seidler realizes, as good as AJ is, AJ can be kept on as the talent scout, but I think we need a new general manager because we need someone that can work with the managers. I mean, even when he we, – and we all thought – even Coach talked about this – when Bob Melville is coming in. I don't think they're going to be able to, you know, like they did with Jason, like they did with Green, you know, they're not going to be able to micromanage because he won't let them do it. Well, he wasn't letting them do it, so what they do, they went around him and they went through the players directly. So, And, and I think that's 100% on, unfortunately. But, but how, do you, how do you think that relationship would work if you move him out of general manager and move him to being a talent scout? Let me just put you in that scenario. You're a general manager at the place that you work. 
How do you think that's how do you think you're going to work with the general manager, how the new general manager at where you work, if you got demoted to being a supervisor? I don't think it's going to. I think you don't think it's going to. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't think it's going to. I, I, I think you have a person who has an ego as big or bigger than any of his players who has been micromanaging this team for five years. And he keeps seeing what his ultimate goal is and his ultimate. And I think, unfortunately, it is getting to the point where, and, and I think it's been made very clear when you've talked to any of your expert guests, okay, well, we're going to hire this. Nobody's going to come here. Coach points out that they went to Bochi like four times. Hey, why don't you come back? He would not come back. Now, you tell me why with all the players we had and as great as we were looking, why wouldn't he come? Because he saw what was here, and he didn't. He knew he could. He would couldn't work with it. Thank you, Sean, for the phone call. Um, I, I can't speak to. I'm not going to call out people's ego, and, and I'm not saying you're wrong for doing that. I'm just not personally going to do it because I don't know AJ Preller. But there, there, there is not a scenario in my mind, as you said, Sean, where AJ Preller goes to lead talent scout. It's just not going to happen. No, absolutely not. It, it would be like it would be like. I mean, I fought and clawed to get to this position right now. Frank's fought and clawed to get to this position. It would be like them saying, "Hey, you're going to go back and you're going to be a phone screener." Not that there's anything wrong with phone screeners, but that's like the entry level position in the business. And, and so I wouldn't want to do that. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> and I guess that's a way of forcing someone out by giving them a a choice by saying, "Hey, you could stay here and you could be." This this but you're not going to be this and obviously someone would be like hey i don't want to work there anymore and if aj has that ego that you claim that he has why would he accept that why would he accept working under somebody in the job that he used to have that's the point i was trying to get at no that's a good point there's no way he would accept that and if he did, he would do it, one, begrudgingly, and might try to sabotage every step of the way. That's okay, a possibility. Now we're, getting, now we're even, for me, getting getting too, uh, into the, the, the cloud world. I don't it's, think it's going to get that far to begin I, no, with. No, absolutely not. No. I but, don't think that's... You know, I also think you, you mentioned micromanaging, and micromanaging in general, to me, is not a good strategy as a manager. It's just... I, I want... Adam has put trust in me. I keep bringing Adam into this whole thing, but it's the only thing I can really say. Adam has put trust in me to sit here and do the show. And so he's not blown up my phone. He's not doing stuff like that, trying to get me to say certain things. And and so I feel better being on the show knowing that he's got my back. And, and so if it's not like that in the Padres organization, then they need to figure it out. They need to fix that. The only reason why I was bringing that up was that's it's it's just it's not a feasible option because there's so many things that can happen if you just demote somebody in house that had so much control for so long. It just I don't see how that could possibly work. No, me neither. Me neither. Neither does Sean. So we're all on the same page there. All right, look at the clock. Wow. Okay, we're gonna take more of your phone calls. Stay right there. I see you all online. We're gonna get through as many phone calls as we can before Sam Levitt's pregame show here on ninety seven three the fan. That starts at five forty. Padres and Rockies tonight, but we are going to clear the phones when we get back on ninety seven three the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Matt Scravey back here in the Austin Palace 97.3 The Fan. Sam Levitt's pregame show coming up in 18 minutes. He's going to have some audio and he's going to get you set for this game between the Padres and the Rockies. I mean, we're glossing over the fact that that uh, they actually play tonight. They actually play tonight, number one, and that they're also uh, in the midst of a five-game win streak for the first time this season. It, it, obviously, it's going to come at the end of the year. This year has been one of those years where if you think it's not going to happen, it will happen, and then once it happens, just everything. You're going to wonder why it wasn't sooner. Yeah, exactly. And the five-game win streak could have definitely come sooner in the season, but it didn't, and we are where we are right now. Let's get back to the phones here. I'm going to try to clear the lines before Sam Levitt's pregame show. Let's go to our next longest holding caller, Charles in San Diego. What's up, Charles? Hey, good evening, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Hey, really quick, because I know I was eager to get on, so I know there's probably a million others behind me. I just want to shout out to my buddy Manny and Rich from work, and I just wanted to ask you guys this, your opinion, and I'll take it off the air because uh, I'm, I'm on the freeway. Um, so it was, I think, Scraby, you, and if Chris and Tony were there, and, and uh, Dave, you guys were all agreed that the Padres underachieved this year. And the season's not over. There's, they still have a hitter's puncher's chance at the playoffs. Hopefully they'll make it. You know I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm rooting for you guys anyway because, you know, I love you guys and, and, and rooting for rooting for the team. Um, but the Padres underachieved this year. And, you know, everybody's looking for the leader, and, you know, no one wants to step forward and, and, and be that leader. That's fine. But you know what leaders do? They've got all these guys that are signed to long-term contracts they all underachieved this year. You know, maybe Juan Soto not because he's got 30 home runs, but, you know, he's definitely a lot, hitting a lot, 30 points, average points less than he did when he was in Washington when he won his World Series. Everybody has a bad year or whatever, but maybe it's a collection of these superstars stepping up and saying, hey, you know what? We'll take a pay cut. Let's keep, let's keep the band together to sign – you know, to sign, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, the VAs of the staff this year. You know, last Blake year. Snell? You know, um, I'm sorry? Yeah, Blake Snell, yes. To okay. Sign Snell, you know, and and, uh, and and the closer, you know, to sign Hater. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe bring, in, maybe bring in, you know, a veteran, not another superstar, but, you know, maybe another one or two guys off the bench. You know, I miss Gary Sanchez. More than I could, you know, I could go on for another 10 minutes. But, again, I'll take it off the air. I'd love to see Sanchez stay in San Diego. I, I was a big fan of him, and he came over there before he got injured. He's been awesome. So uh, I'll let you guys go ahead and uh, – uh, All right. Thank you, Charles. You, Appreci- have a good evening. you too. Thank you for the phone call. Paul um, was going so well until he said he was a Yankee fan. By the way, <laughs> just saying. Um the the talking about them taking a pay cut i i've said this before on the show and i have been laughed off of the show by the other two members of the show because i i do think that sometimes players should take less 
or give back money when they're not playing well, but I know that's never going to happen. These guys only make money for however long they're in the league. That's that's their time. Like for me, I'm going to be working until I'm 95. So, I got plenty of time to make some money, but these guys have like, you know, 10 years tops some of them, 3 years tops some of them that they have to make money. So, I don't think that will happen. Um, but I do think that they they uh I do think that they want this team to – the player said in the article, we want to run it back because I think we can win 100 games next year with this same team. Uh, I don't think that Blake Snell is going to be taking a pay cut or he's going to be coming back to the Padres. That's just my opinion. It's not like I, I know anything, but Blake Snell made himself a lot of money this year. I don't think players are going to give back money to to you know sign other guys on the team. So I trust me, I have said it before, and I am with you uh, uh, to a certain extent on it, but I just don't see it as a reality. I think with that, really quick before we go to the next caller, it's one or the other. Do you want Snell or do you want Soto? Honestly, with that money, that they're both going to be – Garnering, you're only going to be able to keep one. Which one do you want? Do you want Snell or do you want Soto? I personally would rather Soto. I'd rather Soto as well because he's he plays every day and he's younger. So I would like that. Let's go to Craig and Bonita. Craig, what's up? Hey, just uh, calling to kind of reiterate what you're saying. I, I think uh, AJ Preller just needs to hopefully eat some humble pie and uh, realize that uh, he may be the problem. And, uh, you know, if they're to retain everybody, I think it's still possible to retain everybody. But uh, there's got to be some humility shown and uh, the realization that trying to interfere in the clubhouse and not letting the manager manage and do his thing is uh, definitely a big problem. Because if I were a player and I had my boss, which I've had in the past where the president of a company comes down and gets intermingled in uh, inside uh, the inner workings, it totally affects the morale of the uh, organization. So I think if they let Bob Melvin run the show, I think things would be much better and let A.J. Preller do his thing, his magic, and uh, we'd be all the better. You know what, Craig? Thank you for the phone call. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I said it in the first uh, hour of the show. I, I, I'm a big fan of letting people do their jobs, and Bob Melvin is paid to manage. That's what he's good at. And A.J. Preller is paid to build the team. That's what he's good at. So I agree with you. If they can, uh, Humility is, a, is another word that stuck out to me. Um, if they're going to go forward together, then – Humility is going to have to be a big part of it, and they're going to have to have some long, deep conversations. But I agree. Managers should manage. General managers should bring in talent and evaluate talent. So thank you for the phone call, Craig. We are trying to get through some more of these phone calls before Sam Levitt's pregame show. Let's go to our next longest holding caller, Mario in National City. What's up, Mario? Hey, good uh, good evening. It's evening. um, Yeah, what happened to the era of uh, Wiley Herzog and Dick Williams were – you know, you know that damn well them guys ran the whole the whole the whole team and then some. You know, I remember I remember even uh, Doris Steinbrenner and Billy Martin going at it. You know, for anybody to get involved other than the manager, that's like you know that's voodoo. You know, but then again, if it, we would have had a good season, we would have never heard of none of that. We would have heard of none of that stuff. If the season would have been good, we would have been in the playoffs. We would have never heard of nothing. Yeah. You know, but it, it is what it is, man. You know, we just got to keep going and then. Uh, I say go ahead and retain both of them and see what we can do. Okay. All right. Mario wants to retain yeah. both of them. I, You know, 
I said it a little bit earlier. I can't remember exactly when I said it, but I feel like when a word unfixable is used, it's going to be a long road to coming back from that. And it's going to be tough. It can't, it can be done. Yes, but it's going to be tough. And, um, I just don't see both of them being here next year. If, if this is the case and the article is stating facts and I believe that it is, uh, I think that they're not going to both come back next year because, uh, like our other caller said, I can't remember the name of the previous caller, but uh, was it Jeff or Charles? I think it was Charles. Charles uh, made a good point, and he was saying that they need to work in unison rather than against each other. Kind of sum that one up here real quick. Let's go to Johnny and Instance. Um, Johnny, what's up? I just, I just want to say, you know, can you turn down your radio for us, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying facts, and I believe that it is. Well, that was All nice right, to hear my voice. Game. I'm heading to the game right now, sitting on the five, but, you know, there, uh, back in the day, I, I used to run a bar called the Red Onion, and it was uh, a million-dollar-a-month bar. And, you know, you can't poach players. You can't. you got to be... They went through 29 managers, just like the Padres. And the thing was that they were like, you have to do it our way. And then when they heard me, I'm like, you know what? I want to do it my way. And we changed the program, and things were different because the owner was like, yeah, it's a beautiful, we got a beautiful stadium, which was their uh, nightclub. But the players weren't playing well. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I could see I could see what you're saying there, Johnny. Like you, I could see what you're saying that when you came in, you wanted to be you wanted to do it your way because you knew, thought your way would be the right way. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And did that work and for if, you? It, it, no. And if management is telling me like, oh, you got to keep the same procedure, then I'm going to fail because I can't implement my procedure. So the owner, this is, and I know this sounds crazy, but the Red Onion was the biggest nightclub bar restaurant in San Diego next to uh, Qualcomm Stadium. They were sponsored by Budweiser. We had the most employees, whatever. And the owner, he owned 16 uh, other stores here in Southern California. And I was a rookie, but he came in and goes, man, dude, you seem like the smart guy. What do you think we should do? And I'm like, man, you know, there's nothing wrong with the restaurant. It's just a lot of the players, like all our bartenders, they were like, they thought they were the coolest guys on the planet. And then, you know, you had to deal with them. And and then once we got shut that down, it was like, hey, let's let's play for real. We started winning. And unfortunately, you know, he was doing good, but he wasn't paying taxes, so he got shut down. <laughs> but, it's, you know, but it's the same thing. It's like, you you can have the best bartenders on the planet, and that's how I look at this team. But it's like, dude, are we all playing as a team? You know, like, who's trying? I see, I watch it. I see Machado. Are we still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish okay, it up, Johnny. Anyway, I'll, I'll lock it up, but uh, I wanted to say, uh, say thank you to Coach, because I won the uh, tickets to the Monkees for oh, last nice. night. Yeah, yeah, and I went, and I was like, I went alone, and it was cool, and and I, I just, I love this radio, and George, I just want to shout out to George from Odyssey, 
because uh, he's bro bros with my sister at Gang Grody. All right. Thank you, Johnny, for the phone call. Appreciate the shout-outs as well. I'm sorry if you're still on the phone and we did not get to you. I tried to get to many calls as we could in this last segment, but we could not get them in. I will be back tomorrow with you after the game. It's a day game, so we have a post-post-game show. And, uh, yeah, everybody, listen to Sam Levitt here in about five minutes for his pregame show on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.